progress. Oh yes. Oh yes. We're back. Hit the high porn. Brad, let's go. What's good? Guess who's back? It's your boy, Brad Key, the new daddy. What's up, Big Papa? Call me Big Daddy. Uh, I have not hit the high point in a minute, brother. It feels good to be back. I bet it felt good. Yeah, I, I mashed that son of a bitch just now. Back on, the, back on the mic with you, my friend. Hey, it feels great. And you've been in New York this, what, for how long? Uh, 10 days. Thankfully, we got back yesterday. I'm not going to bitch about it too much because it could have been, it's a lot worse. It, I could have been stuck in Ohio like mm-hmm. my sister. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is the worst place to be stuck. Our mutual friend Peel got stuck in Columbia, Missouri. And instead of waiting till Saturday to fly back, she, her uh, father gave her like a 1999 Honda Civic that she drove from Missouri back home and she got here last night. So how about that? Wow, does she have a parking spot for that? Uh, she said she just got it parked outside of her building. It, the power steering went out on it, like when she was pulling into Austin. Uh, really, uh, a lot of travel horror stories out there. Yeah, yeah. All we, Southwest uh, related, actually. We were on Southwest on the way back. We flew JetBlue on the way there without issue. Yesterday, we were the literally the only flight out of New York LaGuardia, mm-hmm. one of the biggest airports in the country, on Southwest that actually left. Wow. We so you the, won the lottery. Like I took a photo of the the board and there were, <laughs> you know, a hundred flights and they all had red canceled. 99 of them had red canceled next to them. Dallas did not. Um, we took a rental car from Dallas home. And so whatever, we're not, I'm not even going to start to complain. Um, well, the rental car experience was quite nice too. So good. I'm glad all you, good. uh, I'm glad you guys got out. Did you get any, anything good for Christmas? Um, apparently there's a gift here that we're going to exchange this morning. That I have, I have yet to get. Like I a, did get a new pair of Chuck, uh, not Chucks, a new pair of uh, Stan Smiths, ooh. which is sort of my annual Christmas tradition. That like a boy. A you have no idea how much uh, early bird flowed out of the stockings this year, boy. I was just really, I was just distributing. I was like uh, Rick Ross, just two twenty two. You know what I'm saying? Into like it was just going down yeah. into distribution, big time. So uh, early bird, to- shouts to my dogs. Let's talk about early bird for a minute because I did enjoy some early bird this week. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't tell the story, but I will. Oh yeah, On the there. Uh, we took our dog with us. You didn't? I didn't know that. You flew with yeah, the yeah, dog. Yeah. She flew with us both ways. How much she bark? Um, well, she's okay. We have drugs for her. Okay. So she gets dr- she gets a dose about two hours before the flight leaves. Wow. You like bevoder? You gave her the bevo drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get to the airport. She's kind of scared, but like she's okay. Kind of drooling. No, no, she doesn't doesn't get until after we get through security. Oh, okay, okay. So like she's good. She, she's a little too scared. It's early in the morning. She doesn't really bark in the morning anyway. So she's an okay girl. And then we we get through security. We go sit by the gate. I give her her dose, and I also take my dose. <laughs> and uh, I took an early bird, and then uh, about. Five minutes later, hers hers kicks in because she weighs thirteen pounds, mm-hmm. so she starts kind of cooling off. And I was like, "Hey, uh, hang out here." I told my wife, and I was like, "I'm gonna go get a sandwich and and a beer." I thought you were talking to the dog, but okay. No, so I, I went and got a sandwich. Uh, by the way, Noble sandwiches in the airport really A plus. I never heard of it. A 
plus plus. What you? Plus. What kind of sandwich did you get? I think that you and I actually ate at that restaurant together one time in, in the airport. Sandwich. Oh, in no, Canada. not at the airport, but they had one up on uh, Burnett Road or something. Okay, okay. Noble Pig sandwiches or Noble? Sandwich. I know what this is Noble Pig. Yes, it is good. Yes. Okay. So I, I took a sandwich to go, which is great. And then while they were waiting for the sandwich, there's Austin Beer Works next to it. So I got a, a an IPA. Okay. And uh, I drank it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then uh, I sort of walked around for a minute. And I got back to my seat, and Caitlin was like, "I was like, how's my little puppy doing?" <laughs> you, you were like fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Like, what are you? The acid had just hit. And I was like, "Well, I just got my sandwich and a beer." And she's like, "Did you take an early bird?" I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Okay, you look like you've had one early bird and one <laughs> one IPA. You just have that look, and you're you you're too calm and happy." And uh, I loved it. You it's weren't spitting on the floor, were you? Choice. Yeah. You you didn't spit one on the floor any, did you, Micah? What's that? You didn't spit on the floor any, did you? No, 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 no. That's We're the key there, Mike. You know, Mike is blacked out when he starts spitting on like inside on the floor. So if anyone ever sees that, you know you're in for big trouble. It takes more than one IPA to get me to that point. That's but, true. That's true. Yeah, no, that just put me in the perfect, the perfect mode. And I would encourage you to get in that perfect mode if you're traveling or if you're like me and you're gearing up for dry January. Go to earlybirdcbd.com. Use promo code ALGO. Save twenty percent on all early bird products. I've got a uh, vial of tincture. Ooh. Ready to make mocktails. So for those of you who aren't familiar with tincture, it's like a eyedropper bottle and it has the eyedropper thing at the top of it and it's filled with THC stuff, right? So you just drip it yeah, into yeah, whatever your favorite drink is. Yeah. Concentration. Concentration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a little cocktail. You could, I guess I think I've seen people cook with it, but I'm just excited to to come home and start making mocktails. Yeah, they put for, queso for together it. with it one time, I remember. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the limit it's limitless. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlybirdcbd.com, promo code algo. Nicely done. Speaking of the algo, you should probably uh, subscribe to the Patreon. Mm-hmm. 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 Speaking of, I, I think Mitch sent me a thing and I can't get to it. Oh yeah, what kind of thing? Like uh, a five thing? Oh, the, the five pick, like the actual podcast episode. Yeah. Oh okay. I'll take a look and see if I can't get it figured out, but I'll we'll get that posted so you guys can get your Thursday night and your two or your four Sunday picks here. A lot of fun. A lot of lot fun. Of, uh, so go subscribe. Let's uh, let's talk some sports, Brad. Well, before we do, let's just quickly <laughs> tell me about the baby. Ah, How's everything going? The baby is now what? Four weeks old almost? Four weeks on Saturday, baby. That's huge. She's she's watched lots of NFL Red Zone. Uh, every single uh, week that she's been alive, she has been she has spent a good ten hours watching Red Zone with me. So we got that figured out. That part was real easy. Uh, doesn't take you know it's not rocket science. You lay on the couch and you enjoy. Uh, but the hard part is figuring out what to do with this child it, during sleeping hours because you got to feed the right, right at the very beginning you got to feed every two hours so we're talking midnight we're talking 2 a.m we're talking 4 a.m we're talking 6 a.m so that whole thing is a um a, a process that you've got to get like felt out the baby has to get used to it you got to get used to it we've gotten to the point where we're in a really comfortable spot but mike i swear to god that first night was rough it was like uh it was like the ka house in 2003 with uh Welcome to the jungle, just blaring through the speakers. Like I felt like I was getting hazed for six hours straight, but we made it through the other side, and um, yeah, the baby's doing really good. Every day, she seems to be getting more aware of what's going on around her and more 
uh, smiley and, and engaged. So everything is looking really good with her. And, uh, she's a big girl. She, she came out nine pounds. So, uh, we got a healthy, sweet little baby and we're really happy people. Well, there you go. I know people have been very excited to hear the baby update and a happy, healthy mother as well. Yeah. And really appreciate the audience for, uh, sticking in there and, and not complaining much or any at all really while I was out. So I appreciate y'all giving me a break and, uh, sticking around and listening still. So appreciate y'all. I love it. Boom. All right. Let's uh now you now you got us both back. We're what 10 minutes into recording and it's time for some podcast. Let's sports. Let's let's do some sports. Um the big news overnight. Before we we'll look back at last week's games, we'll quickly look towards this week's games too, but mm-hmm. the big news in in uh football is uh that beta male Derek Carr. The man who I've called a beta male bitch for years has shown his true cover, true colors. Mm-hmm. He has been benched from the Raiders for the final two games. And instead of like hanging out and being a teammate, he is just going to disappear from the facility. He's not going to practice with the team or dress or mm-hmm. be at the game. Mm-hmm. He's just a ghost because ghost he's planning to leave after this too. So like, this is it for him. Well, they're, uh, he's not playing to leave. They're playing to send his ass out. Mm. Mm-mm. He's still under contract, but it's pretty clear they're moving on without him, which, I mean, I understand. It's been a terrible year for the Raiders. Um, if he were to get injured the last two games, the team would be on hook for $40 million due to him over the next two years. Uh, the decision to bench him seems to come from the owner, and it's a pretty clear sign that Carr will be moved on. Uh, they will move on in the offseason. Uh, possible landing spots, Brad? Mm-hmm. You like Derek Carr as a commie? Ooh, okay. I kind of do. They've got really good receivers, man. You know, the Saints are only a game out of first place in their shit division, and they need a quarterback. I mean, the Jets could need a quarterback like the The Desert needs a ring. On this list? Yeah. Uh, You know, I'll tell you this. The people in New York love Mike White. Oh, they They do? Good. The old savior. I don't think they're right. (laughs) I don't think they're right. And another weekend, I go to New York and uh, I download this this sports uh, DraftKings app, mm-hmm. and I lose all of my bets. Oh, you in didn't? New York teams, they just lose every time I'm in town. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I guess they did week win week one. I realized when I you like, when you bet on them, Jets and the Giants get beat. The Giants won in week one, but the Jets lost, mm. and then both teams lose every other time I'm there. And uh, anyway, Falcons a possibility. Buccaneers. Maybe if if Tom if Tommy disappears, which would be funny because Dana White told a story a few months ago about how there was a done deal to get Brady to yeah. the L.A. L.A. Uh, or not L.A. Las Vegas Raiders, but they decided to keep that beta male instead. And now he may be replacing him. Very interesting stuff there. It looks like the Raiders backup quarterback is Jarrett Stidham. So I'm assuming yes. he's going to get Never the start. Never again, but he will now start. He, isn't he the guy uh, that Peter and Mitch thought was going to lead the uh, Patriots yes. to the promised land after Brady Patriots left? Now. Yeah, uh-huh. that didn't work out. Those are the guys you're paying your money to each week. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they're not listening, so I don't care. Uh, Carson Wentz is your starter again for the commies. Speaking of commies, um, Heineke has been benched, even though they went 5-3-1 and one with him, but they've gone... Oh, two and one in the last three weeks. They haven't been able to close out games apparently, and they want to have somebody who's got a higher ceiling, but clearly a much lower floor. And Carson Wentz, 
Dotson has come on the receiver. The rookie receiver has come on and just looked amazingly good since injury. I mean, him with McLaren, they've got all sorts of good position, uh, skill position players. I think that they're going to be a, a formidable force if they can find the, the quarterback position, uh, any efficiency there at all. So interesting nonetheless. Uh, Devin Booker out for a month, moving to basketball. Mm. The other, uh, I, I forgot to mention the other quarterback news, Teddy Bridgewater will start for the Dolphins yep. because Tua uh, has another concussion. Which makes sense because he was throwing balls as if he was concussed in the fourth quarter, man. Like, he was just sailing balls. He was missing people left and right. Like, I don't know. It just, it. we didn't know he was concussed at the time, but it, like it, either he had something wrong with him or there's something seriously wrong just generally with his skill set like I think the fact that this is coming out actually maybe it doesn't bode well but it's certainly a good reason like it's a good excuse for why he was throwing such terrible balls there in the fourth quarter three picks Yoik. yeah uh, I don't like anything about this story that's at least his third concussion this season and I I don't like it not one bit. I wonder if he comes back this year they're saying they don't know yet but uh, we I, shall see what their playoff scenario look like right now. But um, we have a Thursday night game before we go back and look at last week. We have the Cowboys at Tennessee in a game that somehow appears to have no meaning to either team. Yes, there's literally no meaning uh, to Tennessee. They have no chance to make to miss the playoffs or or improve their playoff Stock. seating in any way. Uh, and Derrick Henry as such as a monster truck just drove by my house. Uh, <laughs> Derrick Henry will not play in a totally meaningless game. Also a game that I don't believe has any meaning for the Cowboys uh, for whatever that's worth. Or uh, It does if Eagles lose. That's the only way that it could make the Eagles it have to lose twice, I think. Right. And then the Cowboys have to I, win twice. Yeah. I mean, it, this game has very little meaning. We'll say that. That's for sure. Uh, I could be wrong, but it's kind of weird that the game between the Cowboys, the you know the highest rated team in football, and the and the Titans, a team that was in the AFC Championship game last year, uh, basically means nothing. And they're two teams that are going to the playoffs, and yet still, it's basically a meaningless game on a Thursday night. Tough break for Al. So you said Derrick Henry's out. Derrick Henry is out. Damn, and Dontrell Hilliard, their backup, is on the IR. Uh, he's doubtful, like. I should say. Yeah, it looks like Hassan but Haskins is the next. Has zero impact on Tennessee's playoff hopes. I can't imagine they're going to play that guy. I mean, they're they're just decimated. Like I'm going through the depth chart of the Tennessee, and there's just like red O's and IRs and D's all over this fucker. Yeah, uh, they're yeah. So it should be a great game. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's go back. <laughs> I mean, I'll be watching. I I will watch. Yes, boys. Yeah, and. We're, you know, we're desperate for football all the time. Only two more weeks left in the regular season. Uh, running back the the games last week, mm-hmm. uh, starting Thursday night, which was the 22nd, uh, the Jaguars kicked the shit out of the Jets in New York. I had my, ne- my nephew went to this game. Oh, really? And I just can't imagine how miserable that must be. Because these games, I know we've talked about this, and it's not like a hot take or anything. But the games on the East Coast don't start till 8.30, 8.20, whatever time it is. It was raining so, and sleeting and cold as fuck, it's right? It's cold as shit. Yeah. It was miserable. It's outdoors. Um, <laughs> I mean, it just sucks. And, and then you've got, so yeah. Late. So the game starts at 8.15. Uh-huh. It goes till 11.30. Then you're in New Jersey. <laughs> you got to wait 
for 30 minutes to get out of the building. Then I, I don't know if they went to a train or if they had a parking spot mm. and you know, they live in long Island. So you go watch your team get beat 19 to three. They don't score a touchdown. They suck. And they lose the Jaguars, no less. And then you got to make a three hour commute home. It just sounds miserable. I don't know why anyone would go to a pro football game. Especially if Wilson's your quarterback. Jesus, that guy stinks. Yeah, my nephew had to go to, had to go to school the next day. <laughs> Poor bastard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, last week feels like it was forever ago, but this was the week that essentially a, a winter storm hit the 90% of the United States and like Saints Browns were playing in negative 20 degree weather and shit yes. like that. So yeah, now it's all coming back to me. Yeah, so then Saturday was the red zone day, the first yeah. time NFL red zone day history or red zone history. Mm -hmm. Two red zones in one week. Claire is, is making the most of her time on this planet. Uh, <laughs> Cowboys beat the Eagles. Uh, 40 to 34 in a game that was pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, Gardner and you running around. Cowboys were lucky to win this game, though. Lots of fumbles, lots of recovered fumbles. A terrible uh, pick six. Terrible pick six. Backup quarterback at home. I mean, it, I don't think the Cowboys are better than the Eagles. They keep uh, saying stuff like, we can't wait to see the Eagles again. And it's like, bro, you went to almost overtime at home versus their backup Gardner quarterback. What are you talking about? Yeah, what do you want to see these guys for? They're going to fuck you up. Yeah, and they get Jalen Hurts back. It's a it's a different story. Yeah. Uh, but Cowboys win. Uh, they're 11-4, Eagles 13-2. <clears throat> Again, it's just pathetic that the Cowboys laid an egg the week before against Jacksonville. Mm, uh, mm, mm. I'm done trashing them for that one yet. Uh, <laughs> the Bills take care of the Bears in Chicago in a cold-ass game. Uh, the Bears actually led it halftime, uh, but the Bills outscored them 29 to three in the second half. Uh, they, they're better. Like you can just tell at this point, you can tell the teams that are better. Yeah. That you, you, you know, we know who the good teams and the bad teams are. It's almost like a team that's bad been teams. there. It feels like, right? Like there's an experience level to it. Like the bills feel confident, like they're going to get it done eventually. And the bears feel like they are just arriving if they have arrived at all. And so like, it wasn't a surprise to see the bills kind of take control of that. It seemed like this week, a lot of the bad teams playing good teams, like got off to hot starts. Yeah. And just the better team ends up winning these games. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Browns totally. got up ten nothing against the Saints at home, and then lose seventeen ten. Just get outscored in the bitter cold. I seven mean, nothing uh, against at home against the Saints. I mean, the Browns are dogs. We know this, but that I, had to I, have been I, the most. I thought the Browns were going to win this. I thought the Saints season was was long over. Yeah, I uh, mean, that was when I lost big money on on DraftKings. I felt real good at ten nothing. Yeah. Uh, Real bad at seventeen ten. I mean, the only people who were more uncomfortable would have been the people at that game. Like that had to be the most unpleasant fucking game to watch in person, maybe in the history of the league. Amongst I looked on Red Zone, like they kept showing like two Saints fans that were there. Yeah, and they're losing their mind. Yeah, and they were bundled up. It was it good was TV. Good. Yeah, it was. Uh, the Chiefs kicked the shit out of the Seahawks, twenty four to ten. Chiefs are sitting there. They're still, they need the bills to lose in order to get the number one seed in the AFC, but the chiefs are rounding into shape. Uh, the Seahawks are, are collapsing. Uh, yeah, they, they, they're on life support. They made it as far as they are going to make it. Basically. I agree. Yeah, I agree. They did. Very, they uh, outperformed their, they outkicked the coverage, but it's, it's over now. I agree. Uh, the Vikings improved to 12 and three somehow, <laughs> uh, with another close win. I believe there are 11 and zero in one score games this season. Something crazy like that. I think it's 11 and 0. It's never happened before. It's crazy. Uh they beat the Giants 27-24. The Giants are tough. Um I don't know if this is a possible playoff matchup. I think it might be actually. Um 
the, the Giants are smart. They play the game close. They're, I just like the way that they coach the game, uh, but they're never good enough to win. And uh, they fall to 8-6-1, and one, but they're still very much in the playoffs. Uh, Bengals go to Cincinnati. Or no, 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 I'm sorry. The Bengals from Cincinnati go to New England, beat the Patriots 22-18. This looked uh, like it was going to get ugly for a minute. Were you watching yeah. this game closely? Like it looked like the well, Patriots were going to anything else. They were up twenty-two nothing at half. I mean, uh, and they like kind of, they kind of like took their foot off the gas. Like they could have really destroyed the Patriots, and then the Patriots came back. Yeah, uh, Bengals eleven and four also rounding into shape in a big way. Yeah, they've got, and then this weekend they've got uh, Buffalo. So like that's got to be the marquee game. Mm-hmm. Um, Cincinnati versus yeah. Buff. We'll we'll look ahead here in just a sec. I yeah. should probably go faster through these. Uh, the Panthers surprised the shit out of the Lions and surprised the shit out of me as somebody who <laughs> bet on the Lions uh, 37-23 and ass-kicking at home. Yeah, uh, that was a shocker across the board. I mean, they ran the ball all over these fuckers. Yeah, I had like 220 yards in the first half. And yeah. Scott Hansen, Chris Hansen is just like, oh, yeah, the the all-time record is in sight. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Uh, Ravens beat the Falcons. Both these teams have backup quarterbacks and stink. Stink. Uh, the Ravens are ten and five, though we're going to see them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of teams that stink, the two, the now two twelve and one Texans go to Tennessee and beat the Titans nineteen to fourteen. They snap their nine game losing streak, or nine games winless streak. Whatever. There you go. They were tied one in there somewhere, but yes. Uh, the Texans have gone to overtime now against the Cowboys, Chiefs, and now beaten the Titans. They're actually playing pretty good football. That's a team that could. That could surprise somebody in these last two years. Weeks. And their star running backs out. The rookie who was like their lone shining spot on the yeah. offensive side of the ball has been out. It's like, how are you doing this with Rex Burkhead? Like, what the hell is this? So it's kind of nice I to see some guts, some grit. Burkhead is still playing. It's unbelievable. Every time I saw him in the game, I was like, wait, Rex Burkhead? Right. What? It's. I feel like he's as old as Wes Welker. Brock I know Purdy. he's not. And the 49ers... Uh, roll the commies 37 to 20 in a game I did not expect. <laughs> um, is Brock Purdy 4 0 or 3 0? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I, it's one of the two, whatever it is, he's unbeaten. Well, they're 11 and 4. Commies fall to 7 7 and 1. Uh, 49ers look to be a problem. Again, the only non problem, you know, the problem that they have is they have a rookie quarterback. We've never seen a rookie quarterback make a deep playoff run. He certainly uh, has Brock the supporting staff. Good. So yeah. he's four and zero if you count the Dolphins game in which Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt after going two and two for four. So yeah, Brock Purdy threw twenty five thirty seven. Yeah. So basically he's four and zero. And I mean that's the team that a rookie is going to succeed on if any team's going to have a successful rookie. Yes, and they've got the best defense in football. I mean, and they've got weapons. I don't know if you saw this, but the 49ers versus Commanders, uh, Bosa, the defensive lineman, versus what's a what's the Commanders. Um, Ohio State guy that that they picked up really super early in the draft like two years ago. I uh, just came off injury. Yeah. Anyway, those two guys going against each other, and you look at it, and you're like, oh my god, those two guys anchored the same defensive line at Ohio State. Like, how how did okay. anyone ever run the ball or do anything against those two monsters? Yeah, world class. Uh, the Steelers beat the Raiders in a all time shit game, thirteen to ten. Thankfully, I can't imagine anybody watched this game <laughs> on Christmas Eve. Even I couldn't pay attention to this. Yeah. Uh, moving to Sunday, there were three games. The Packers beat the Dolphins 26-20 to in Miami. This is a game the Dolphins sh- can't lose. Nope. Two or three picks. He was terrible, and he was apparently concussed. 
the Packers are seven and eight and not quite out of the playoff hunt yet. I think they've got a relatively easy schedule moving forward. They, I mean, they've got, what do they got? Uh, Vikings, which are like questionably tough. And then the Lions. Another, so these two teams are like definitely challenges here. So we'll see how they fill up, finish out. They got to win out, I think, to get to the playoffs. Yeah. I'm sure the Rams kicked the shit out of the Broncos. 51 14. Uh, the Broncos fired their coach. Baker looked great. 24 of 28. I mean, 51 points. This was the most merciless ass beating I've seen on television in a long time. Really like, was. It was just brutal. And Russell Wilson, good God, that guy, he's just washed, man. Like, it, it just is so, so bad. So they're going to have some big questions to answer in the offseason, the Broncos. Yeah, that's that's a bad spot. To Jesus. Be bad spot. Uh, another bad spot is the, the Cardinals right now mm. uh, with the franchise quarterback with a major major injury, but uh, they stink and they Tom Brady comes back, uh, comes back in overtime to beat the Cardinals 19 to 16. Uh, the Buccaneers stink too, but they're going to win close games against terrible teams and they're seven and eight because they have the goat. <laughs> and then the Monday night game, another merciless ass kicking. This mm. one might have been more, uh, maybe not as humiliating as the Rams game, but just as like just a savage, pretty game. convincing. Yeah. This is big brother, little brother stuff. And again, I bet on the Colts because I'm an idiot. Ugh, that's painful. I, I trusted the algo. Bad, mis- bad mistake. Bad mistake. For some reason, uh, they think Jeff Saturday is an acceptable head coach. The algo folks, I mean, uh, and Peter and, and Mitch. They're idiots. Uh, that's have- not the case. Yes, the, he's got to go. Smart. But Peter and Mitch are idiots. There you go. I think that's fair. Yeah, humans make uh, mistakes. Can't help it. 20 to 3. So... A weekend, so much football across these games, but the Thursday night game stunk, the Sunday night game stunk, the Monday night game stunk, but there was some good stuff on Saturday. So uh, let's let's quickly, we're, we've got less than 10 minutes to go here. Okay. Um, on to this week. Uh, Cowboys-Titans tonight. Cowboys, a 13-point road favorite. Jeez, that's a lot. That's a lot for a play against a playoff team. I think I'm but, taking the Cowboys. Jesus, the Titans are just decimated. We'll skip. Well, we'll quickly skip over shit games. Uh, Cardinals, Falcons, Bears, and Lions. Those games are terrible. Mm. Uh, the Broncos go to Kansas City. The Chiefs, a 12.5-point favorite at home. The Broncos stink. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it's not more than that, quite frankly. Um, Dolphins, Patriots. Uh, That's a good game. Show. That's a pretty good one. Patriots, 7-8. and eight. Dolphins, 8-7. Eight and seven. This is a pretty important one. New England, a 2.5-point home favorite. Uh, after two sort of narrow uh, losses, we'll see what happens yeah, there. With two out, yeah. Uh, Colts, Giants, Stinks. <laughs> I mean, the Giants are only six-point home favorites against a 4-10 and ten Colts team. They suck. Uh, not a lot of confidence in Vegas. Saints-Eagles, uh, Saints, five-and-a-half-point underdogs at Philly. Uh, I, I don't know if they if they assume they're just going to rest Jalen Hurts, but that line seems a little light, quite frankly, mm. uh, especially if Hurts is playing. I don't know. Uh, Panthers Bucks in a game that is actually meaningful in that division. Six Extremely. and nine Panthers. Yeah. At yeah. seven and nine bucks. Uh Tampa, a three point home favorite. So that that should tell you all you need to know about Tampa. <laughs> and that Vegas thinks they're basically even with the Panthers on a neutral field. Pouchy. Browns and commies, another game that actually sort of matters. Six and nine Browns, seven, seven and one commies. Washington, a two point home favorite. Uh, Jags Texans. The Jags still somehow in the hunt. They're a four point road favorite against the Texans. I think oh. I like the Texans in that spot. Oh, I love the Jags. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Okay, good. 
uh, 49ers Raiders. Raiders still technically have a shot at the playoff, even though they don't have Derek Carr anymore. They've got, well, it's not Trace McSorley. It's the Jarrett Stidham. Good luck with that. Jarrett Stidham. That's right. Um, Raiders, a 10 point home underdog against the Niners. Mm. Seems like too many points, but who knows? Who knows who Jared Stidham is <laughs> and what he can do? Uh, Seahawks host the Jets in a, a game seven and eight versus seven and eight. A lot of these games against sort of very average teams uh, facing off this week. A lot of people lurking in the for playoff contention. Lots though. of lurkers. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. Jets one half point road favorite against Seattle. That's kind of interesting. Flying West Coast. Um, hmm. Vikings and Packers. Green Bay, a three and a half point home favorite. This will be a fun one. Seven and eight against the twelve and three Vikings. That's in the three twenty five window, so that's a big one. Uh, the other, oh, there's four. Well, there's five games in the in the three o'clock window. The Niners, Raiders, Jets, and Seahawks. Vikings, Packers, and then the last two Rams and Chargers, which stinks. Battle of L.A. Though, uh, who cares? <laughs> Battle, of, <laughs> Battle of who cares? And. Uh, Steelers Ravens is the Sunday night game. So there's, I'm sorry, one, two, three, four games in the late window. Then the Sunday night game, Steelers in prime time again. Ravens only a two and a half point favorite though hmm. at home. Interesting. I guess that's assuming uh, no Lamar. I think and he's going to play. Night game, but yeah, this is the big one. It's the one. The Bills Bengals Buffalo a one point road favorite against Cincinnati. That's that's uh, January second. That's pretty good. I don't know if that's going up against. Um, the, New Year's the BCS Bulls, but that's going to be worth watching. I will be watching closely. That's going to be a big decider in the playoff picture here. So, um, I will be intently watching. I'm pretty excited for that one. Pro- definitely the best game of the week. Yeah. Uh, let's look ahead to some of these bowl games just while we have okay. four minutes left. Uh, specifically. Uh, well, I mean, we've we talk about college football all season, then come bowls. I just can't pay any attention to it. It's hard to keep up with what the fuck's going on. Those of you who have been listening to the podcast in in Brad's absence would know that there was a time there was like a uh, twelve day period where no ranked teams were playing in bowl games. <laughs> bowl games every day, and there wasn't a single ranked team. Now we're getting to the good stuff. We're getting to the good stuff. Uh, we'll start with the college football playoff here. Uh, first, you've got Michigan and TCU in the Fiesta Bowl. This game at four o'clock on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then the uh, the other semifinal, the the primetime game on Saturday. That this is New Year's Eve. Uh, Georgia at Ohio State. You have any thoughts on these games? Mm, I mean. These are the teams that I think deserve to be in there. Do, was there a team that you think didn't get in that should have? I mean, we didn't really unpack this stuff once they announced who the uh, who was going to be making it. I, I guess it would be USC got uh, shafted after they fucked up versus Utah. They blew it. Yeah. So I mean, I think good. this is the right the right matchups. Like TCU, I was glad to see that they held on despite losing to Kansas State there at the end. Uh, I feel like. The favorite, I think the one and two teams here are going to kind of roll. I don't know about you, but I got a feeling Georgia rolls over Ohio State and Michigan rolls over TCU. What's the feel you got? TCU is more likely to win than Ohio State. Okay. I think Georgia is going to steamroll Ohio State. And then Georgia's going to steamroll whoever they get. I think Michigan TCU will be a close one. But Georgia's the clear favorite here. Like it feels pretty chalky. Yeah, at this point, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, the other games, by the way, we talked about the Monday night game. 
it doesn't have college competition because there are one, two, three, four games that day. Mm-hmm. These are the traditional New Year's Day games. Uh, Michigan State versus uh, Illinois. No one or Mississippi State versus Illinois in the ReliaQuest Bowl. <laughs> these names of these bowls have gotten out of control. The Cheez It Citrus Bowl. <laughs> Why is Cheez It a product that doesn't have citrus in it sponsoring the Citrus Bowl? Well, the, uh, the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl is also happening. Like it's just like Chick. Chick-fil-A, peach, citrus, cheese it. What is happening here? What are we doing? Uh, LSU versus Purdue. Uh, those games start at noon and then one, and then also at one, the Cotton Bowl, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Mm. USC uh, goes to face Tulane, which I got to think How USC's the kicked the shit out of Tulane. I mean, we're talking about five-star recruits versus three-star recruits, and it's just like – how is this going to unfold it? It that's been the case all year for USC and they haven't necessarily always won. So, uh, shocked to see Tulane there. And then the Rose bowl, uh, which starts at five o'clock. So it'll be over by the time the big football game comes on Monday night is Utah and Penn state. So, uh, the other meaningful game, December 31st, you've got, uh, the sugar bowl, Alabama versus K state number five versus number nine. Uh, the Orange Bowl is actually on Friday. The the, the bowl schedule is all messed up. Yeah, but, it's hard to keep up with. Uh, Friday night, which is, this is pretty good. Mm. Uh, number six, Tennessee at number seven, Clemson in the Orange Bowl, the Capital One Orange Bowl. That is pretty good. Hard Rock Stadium in Florida. And then uh, the best game tonight, Texas versus Washington in the Alamo Dome in the Texas Bowl. It's a fun Alamo one. Bowl. I'm going to be definitely watching that clearly, but. Uh, I feel like Texas Washington for some reason has some prestige to it. Like, have they played a couple of times in the past? Like, I feel like there's some familiarity I think here. But the, uh, the famous Major Applewhite Holiday—that's the one. Yeah, yeah, the- yeah. Um. Anyway, who's favored in oh, that game? Do you have that up? I just closed it. Uh, I, I believe Texas is slightly favored, but we shall see. And uh, Texas three-point favorite. Yeah. Pretty good stuff, Micah. Uh, Let's get out of here. Go okay. to earlybirdcbd.com. Use promo code ALGO. And uh, uh, that's all I got, Brad. It's good to, good to be with you, bud. Great job by you, buddy. We'll be watching football this weekend, and we'll get into hoops soon. I promise. Hook them. Uh, next time. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.